Hello, this is Mina Fisher from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the podcast on Blending God Dang Earth, where we pick anything and everything to face off an A-Subject Bracket Elimination Tournament this the Elite Eight Showdown. I, of course, am your host, Big Chuck, ma'am. And I am joined once again by my, com- my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host, Tim. Apparently getting a hand job at church camp isn't cool. France. All right. That's fair. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was, too. You said it was not cool. Oh, well, it, when I when I had posted this week's topic in our Discord, head over a course to patreon.com slash professional casual for as little as one dollar, get access to our Discord. I was like, hey, give me some really bad things about summer camp. You wrote hand jobs at church camp. And I said, that's weird that you're bummed out about that. Must not have been Julie Bowman, that's for sure. So, yeah, so I, I misread that as best things about summer camp, which right. may have put some of the other things I said into better context. That's fair. That's super fair. Uh, I will say this, though. Mm-hmm. Ranked, ranking handjobs in general. Yes. Locations of handjobs, I should say, specifically. Uh, on my dick is normally the best place for a handjob. That's super fair. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go like, that's obviously S tier. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go A tier. Where a tier and below, where does church camp hand jobs fall? Uh, a tier is it a tier? Yeah, and and here's okay. why they they were one of the first hand jobs that that I experienced. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it wasn't long after that that other activities happened where I was like, "Yo, hand jobs are shit. Why aren't we just doing these other things all the time?" Super fair. I can do this myself. Right. Better. Yeah. Accurate. And so, quicker, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and I'll be able to keep most of my skin intact. Correct. Yep. That's fair. Sometimes I pull on it so hard, I rip the skin. You know what's also ripping my skin, Tim? Hmm. Not having 55-star reviews. Of course, head over to any place where you can leave a review. Yeah. Literally anywhere. We do have a new review over on Audible. Oh, yeah. Head over to Audible if you use that podcasting platform. Leave us a review. Five-star review. Of course, if we get 55-star reviews, we will do the episode. My eight most embarrassing moments. Tim has heard them. Tim cannot wait for that episode. Give Tim what he wants. Give it to him. Leave us a review. 
Oh, we do have a new review on Audible. We do have a new review on Audible. Go ahead and read that off. Each week, Big Chuck and Tim pick an eight-subject bracket elimination tournament, and at some point, they crown a winner. They go off the rails a lot, but holy shit. It's actually the most okay podcast about an eight-subject bracket elimination tournament. Wow. All right. Spot on. And the title of that review is You Love Tournaments and Absolute Chaos. <laughs> I like how, yes. how that reviewer is not saying... If you like, uh -huh. he is saying you like these things. Yes, 100%. Which is why you should listen to this podcast. Yeah, 100%. I, to be honest, I not only appreciate that review because yeah. it is very accurate, but not offensively telling us what we're doing. Correct. You know what I mean? Not yep. like literally. Mm -hmm. These a little bit of mystery. Also, overall, would say they sound pretty handsome. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. Uh, shout out to those who leave a review for us. We greatly appreciate it. I think that brings us up to like 18, 19 total. Yeah, I like believe that. so. Yep. Which is very, very exciting. We are getting ever more closer to the greatest episode that we will ever do. And then the show will probably just end. Mm -hmm. We'll be out of topics, baby. Yep. They'll be all over this week. However, it's the reverse. Ooh, we of course already crowned the hottest thing. Mm hmm. The greatest thing about summer. Yeah. Here in season three of Elite Eight Showdown. Of course, we are balls, sweaty balls deep mm. into hot Chuck and summer. Yeah. Even though it is nearing the end, we mm. are getting close to the end of hot Chuck and summer. Hot Chuck and summer. There it is, baby. Durst, how's your hot Chuck and summer been? Has it been good? Go fuck yourself. Apparently not oh. great. Didn't you just star, star pretty much at Lollapalooza, though? Yeah. So I don't know what the... Maybe he's just tired out from it? Yeah. Okay, I get that. Just one of those days. I yeah, get that. You need to recover. Yeah, I get that. Lollapalooza is a fucking event, man. It looks exhausting. Yeah. A, lot of hot, a lot of hot... There's a lot of hot girls at, at Lollapalooza. Yeah. Um, they are very much my aesthetic of what I would be interested in, which is attractive. Yes. So, um, also most of the time tripping on something. Mm -hmm. So I look objectively more attractive to them. Correct. Big fan, mm -hmm. big fan, big fan of when I look more attractive to people and I don't actually have to do anything. Yes. Right. Uh, fan of that. I so speaking of of Durst, uh, if you haven't checked it out, we have a new shirt up on the Threadless store. We do. Um, it has both Fred Durst on it, yep. Arnie in a hot dog outfit, yep. as well as a Juggalo. Correct. Speaking of Juggalos, yes. I just happened to listen to an interview on one of my favorite morning shows, uh, the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts uh, show. Sure. Where they had Bobcat Goldwaith on. Okay. He was talking about his experience going to the gathering. Okay. And how he was going to perform and was very nervous. And as he got there, he was being uh, driven around in a golf cart by Upchuck the Clown, who performs at the gathering every year. Okay. And he's trying to tell Bobcat, you know, don't worry about it. This, you know, uh, the FBI has declared these guys this, that, and the other thing, and they get a lot of hate. But these celebrations are about family. It's about people that, you know, didn't belong somewhere having a place to belong. So don't worry about it. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe all the stories. This is a place of love. Mm -hmm. Mad clown love. 
And so as Upchuck the Clown. I have heard it never dies. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, there was another quote from that, too, where someone had said uh, something about like from womb to tomb, but it had to be. A, but it was something about being a clown until you drown or something along those lines. But um, <laughs> okay. so Upchuck is driving him in this uh, golf cart around the gathering grounds, trying yep. to tell him, you know, don't hey, don't worry about this. Right. And Bobcat Goldwaith describes the juggalos at the gathering as looking at him in this golf cart. Like he was a millionaire driving around in a limousine and the ire in their eyes made him super nervous. And there was people running alongside this golf cart as Upchuck is trying to like calm him down or whatever. Uh, Upchuck gets punched in the face (laughs) while driving this. And he takes the hint and is just like, yeah, all right, all right. Yep, yep, that'll happen. (laughs) I'm here every year. They know me. It's it's just how they say hi. And he continues to drive and people are screaming like, fuck you, Upchuck. Get the fuck out of here, Upchuck. And someone throw out, they start throwing full cans of Faygo at him. Oh my God. One hits him in the head and he goes out. Bobcat <laughs> takes the wheel and like drives the rest of the way to like their trailer or whatever. But that was his like introduction. Like this is someone they love. How can I go on stage here and perform uh, when they clearly... Do not respect people. <laughs> but big props to Upchuck the Clown. Holy shit, Taking yeah. Taking hits, you know what I mean? Holy crap. Yo, a full can of Fago to the a brain? A full can of Fago to the brain, bud. Lord, that'll do it. I'll put you out. <laughs> oh. <sighs> God bless the Juggalos, you know? Yeah. Uh, we, don't, we don't have an MVP. We're done. Mm-hmm. They're all filled up. But if you do want your own nickname, your own membership card, and to be a part of an elite group of individuals, of course, head over to patreon.com slash professional casual. Hit that $3 higher tier. Get yourself your name card. Get yourself your new nickname. Mm -hmm. Of course, shout out to Dan Cole. Oh, yeah. It's it's difficult to remember. It is a big chucker name sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, People like Volcano Quencher. People like uh, Olive Fister. People like Dazzling Regret. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Cosmic Juggaletto. Cosmic Juggaletto. Milker Grain Bowl. Milker Grain Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tortoise Management. Tortoise Management. Corkscrew Huge Dick. <laughs> I always there's sometimes like I'm I can't sleep at night because I'm trying to remember Joe Gennaro's big chucker name and then I'm like it's something something big dick or, or no that's dick? not no that's Corkscrew not Corkscrew yeah. Huge Dick that's that's Kreger oh that's Kreger yeah because who messaged me asking if we had done his nickname yet and yeah. I said yes he was what is it and I go I can't tell you till the episode drops yeah and he just goes oh God and I said fair reaction yep yeah mm-hmm. old uh georgian no georgian arrows was awesome his was uh quake something i don't remember okay it'll come to me i had them all yeah. written down to oh we did it during the live episode uh it was oh colossal muncher oh yeah yeah old colossal muncher shout out to the colossal muncher love that man mm-hmm. bottom of my heart that's all of ron no, Ron, Ron has grown on me. Shout out yeah. to Ron over the com- comic book rundown. He still doesn't listen to the show, so I like him. <laughs> um, this is just just a great, 
great human being over there. Great, yeah. great couple of guys doing some great podcasting. Yeah. Now, if you do like the art and you have seen it, of course, check out noodle underscore puppet 666. Katie find out did our amazing work. Hit her up. She's taking commissions. Mm-hmm. Get in there while you can before she shuts them down. Get some amazing art done. And of course, head over to our threadless store. Elite the number eight showdown dot threadless dot com. Get yourself that Elite Eight Showdown Hot Chuck and Summer shirt. It looks great in yellow. It looks great on tank tops. Mm-hmm. It looks great on your shower curtains, on your on my bath mat. On your bath mat. How's the bath? It mat? hasn't come yet. The, oh. the, the tank top came before the the, the, bath, the mat? bath mat did, okay. but I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. I got a magnet mm-hmm. that I put on the fridge. And I got a six-inch sticker and two two-inch stickers. Okay. I haven't figured out where I'm going to put them yet, but I'm really uh, I excited. I mean, that's, that's, that's computer, screams computer uh, top all over it. You know what I mean? I, like yeah. A, I don't want to take up too much surface area with a six-incher. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you put the six-incher on the back of someone's car. Oh, for Specifically, sure. Uh, and I'll, I'll use his big chucker name here so uh-huh. we can protect his identity. Right. Dan Cole. Right. You should absolutely put that on Dan Cole's yeah. van. Yeah, I also... And again, I, I think it is very important to remember um, that actions lead to consequences. And uh, the individual who put truck nuts on the back of my car with a zip tie uh-huh. um, that I did not realize it for a whole day and drove around with truck nuts on the back of my car. Yeah. Yeah. Should also eventually earn, learn consequences. Yeah, so the thing that I really appreciate about your ire towards that in that situation was uh-huh. those were truck nuts that I put on their vehicles uh-huh. uh, over a year ago, and they just had gotten around to right. uh, making me pay for those consequences. Uh-huh. But that's 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 what I like about this. It's a circle of hate. You know what I mean? Right. It's recursive. It keeps giving. Right. And here's why it's your fault. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, it is 100% your fault. It's because you brought them into my life. Mm-hmm. They were then used buy someone else to put on my car mm-hmm. that I went to the bank with. Mm. People were wondering what was hanging from my car. And I went, I don't know what's hanging from my car. Oh, you got the pink ones, right? Yeah, I got the pink ones, which showed up very well on their new black asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what is it? My mom was the one who saw it, mind you. Yeah. The woman whose eyesight is very not good. Mm-hmm. Often she'll look at me and go, what is on whatever you... And I'm like, it's a shirt. Yeah. She goes, oh, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I was like, all right, but you can see truck nuts from across the fucking parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun little surprise. You so know one I I think they never found hmm. was they got tiny ones that could be used as like ornaments. I put it on their tree and I never heard anything about it. I'm sure it got packed up and it's with other other Christmas decorations. They just fold that tree up and just throw it back in the closet. Right. I mean, that's what we do with ours. I think they get real trees though. Uh, the the fucking one percenters, you know what I mean? Must be nice. Yeah. Wonder what it's like to not be allergic to tree sap. Yeah. According to my mother. That's why we were never allowed to have a real one because she was allergic to the tree sap. Huh. Yeah. No, she just didn't want something to take care of. That's fair. I don't want them either. That's why I buy fake ones every year and throw them out because I also don't want to take them down. I'm like, ah. The whole point of okay, right? But they're like fourteen bucks. We don't. I don't buy good ones. Oh, fair. You know what I mean? All right. That's super fair. Are you going to finally invest in the LED one? They are a lot more expensive than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a client that has one and they look awesome. I like I do really like the way they look. I'd even take a white one with all the LEDs that change color and stuff. So it right. looks like it's a Twitch streamer or something. Right. But uh, but they're like 200 bucks. 
And you're not going to take it down. Well, I'm not going to like I, I would if it's that much, but like, right, it's just a lot. Well, realistically speaking, that was last year. That was last Christmas. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. This has been a whole year, bud. Yeah, they're going to be super discounted now because there's going to be an even cooler version that like shoots fucking, I don't know, hot cheese or something. Whoa. You know, I mean, I would pay two hundred dollars for a Christmas tree that shoots hot cheese. Man, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. But you know where you're not going to see that? At summer camp. Bracket number one. Brought to us by Bill Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Professional Casual, all one word to check out. Rocky Road. Let's talk about it. Have you had it yet? I have. I had one on the way over, actually. Really good. Yeah. I like it because it's not, the marshmallow that's in it is not the same as like what they use the puff for, I don't think. Right. Which I was kind of expecting. I was expecting something very heavily marshmallow and it's not. No, it's not. It's like little marshmallow bits on top. It's like an actual Rocky Road. Which when a, yeah, correct. When a, when a, when a shitty company makes Rocky Road, it's just a shit ton of chocolate with marshmallows in it. Yeah. This is not that. This is actually Rocky Road. Yeah. It's very good. Mm -hmm. It's really, really tasty. Um, I've been eating through the banana nut. I'm almost done. So I'm going to put an order in soon. I'm going to excited about i might get pick up some rocky road of course promo code professional casual all one word at checkout over at builtbart.com tim we are crowning the worst thing about summer camp now we already did the best thing about summer camp. yes we did and it only seems fair because we need content to do now the worst thing mm-hmm. our first bracket it's being a camp counselor and having that one stuck-up counselor give you shit for partying all the time Going up against the only one not getting laid. Ooh, this is toughy. Now let's let's break this down. The only one not getting laid is pretty obvious, mm-hmm. right? It's because you're a fucking loser. Correct. Plain and simple. It's probably because you are the camp counselor who is stuck up. Yeah. Giving who probably is the one that the really realistically does need to get laid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just mm-hmm. needs to relax for a little bit, take a little load off. Yep. Get those endorphins running. Correct. Has a up. name like Melvin. Or Martin. Yes. Or Cialis. <laughs> right. Yep. I could, you know, like a, like a Linda. Mm-hmm. You know? Or like a Tammy. Oh, But yeah. not with an I. Because you know Tammy with an I is down. Yeah, she's down to but fuck. For sure. She puts a little heart over the eye. Yeah, she does. Shout out, shout out to Chef. Uh, Chef Billio. Hope you're enjoying your retirement. I know you're listening. Um, He would sign his name. Billy O. That was his signature, and he would put a heart over the eye. Aw. It was creepy coming from a 65-year-old man, but he'd do it. Maybe I'm going to start doing that with Tim. Yeah? Tim with a heart over the eye. Okay. You Timmy, know? would you do Timmy with an eye? Two eyes? Snake them both in there? Ooh. Yeah. You know what I might do is I might make a... Um, you ever watch the Oblongs? Yes. You know how Milo had the one big eye and like the one like little beady eye? Yeah. Maybe I'll do that where the BDI is the I above the I. Okay. And then I'll make the O. There's not an O in my name. Never mind. <laughs> That's a, well, if you went with Timothy. Yeah, but then it's separated. But yeah, no, my name was Teal for a very brief second in my head. While I was uh, crafting that that right. that high level Listen. joke. You're, it's never too, you're never too late to reinvent yourself. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Might as well do it. Right. You know, become T.O. I T-O. believe in you, bud. Yeah. Not uh, like the rapper, which is T dot O dot T.O. T.I.O. Like right. Rio with a T. Yes, that is. Yeah. yeah. Who spells it T? Like D.O. with a T. 
Yeah, one more. Yeah, like yeah. the flavor enhancer, Mio with a T. There it is. Uh, I forget that you have a computer sometimes, and that's why you're actually here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, super fair. Um, but the, I mean, come on, the the only one not getting laid, like that is yeah. The, when if there is a time where you are going to get your count up higher, and again, I only ever went to day camp, so I don't know about the fun that was overnight camps and getting to just pound out as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But if you're the only one who's not like that is lame Mm -hmm. because everybody's fucking at summer camp. Correct. Every, especially if it's church camp, apparently Mm -hmm. lot of unplanned pregnancies that came from church camp from my understanding. Yeah. Which is sweet. I mean, no, because it was never, I mean, it was, it was church camp. We were kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, So it was never full on. It was, it was hand jobs and, Real okay. So my understanding was no, that there was a lot of full onness going on in the woods. Maybe later on, when you got older, as a yeah. as a counselor. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're a lot smarter then too. I was a lot smarter then too. That makes sense. But being the one who not get laid, yeah, is definitely moving on because being a camp counselor and having that one counselor. Uh, stuck up counselor giving you shit for partying all the time is inevitable. Yeah. That sucks, but yeah. you're still getting laid. Right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, the camp counselor that giving you shit all the time for partying is the one that needs to get laid and has not. Right. Uh, and I would, I would much rather be subject to that guy than right. to be that guy. That's super fair. Actually, it makes a lot of sense. He also has a ponytail, a neck beard, and a trilby. And it's just like, I don't understand why Sarah doesn't like me and why she likes Jason instead. I'm such a nice guy, my lady. Like, it just, it's that aesthetic super hard. Right. Or is like. He cares too much, too, about like. Yes. The fake teams. Like, oh, Red Cabin and Blue Cabin 3, they beat us this time. We'll get them. We'll get them next week. Like, he's 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 really bought into the program. Right. Or like. uh or like uh, like the, the, the counselor that was handed the clipboard day one. They're like, hey, you're in charge of the clipboard. And they assume that that is now an un, a, like unaltered, uncapped, unfiltered yes. power that they have now over everyone. Mm-hmm. And they have the tightest ponytail you've ever seen on a human Correct. being. That they have not taken it out the entire time that they're at camp for the full Full two months that they signed on. They have a stopwatch on a lanyard around their neck that they are constantly referencing. The camp director called them like champ or like, yeah, you're my guy. You're my right hand, like offhandedly in the first day. And now he's taken that as a title. Yes. Um, Shout out to the to the church camp that I went to as Uh far as uh, heavy sexual experiences go. When they had something that was considered appropriate or inappropriate, the camp I went to was called Beaver Cross, right? Yeah. Get ready. (laughs) It gets a whole lot worse. Okay. Um, if you did something that was like against the rules or against the spirit of beaver cross, that was considered doing something outside the beaver. You wanted to do things that were inside the beaver. A-frame hugs were inside the beaver. What are A-frame hugs? Where you like, you lean forward and you hug each other around the back, but like you don't actually touch. your bodies don't touch at all. Like that was inside the beaver. Which was good. It was good to be inside the beaver at church camp, which a lot of us took to heart. Oh, all right. That's mm-hmm. super fair. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. To be that unaware. Yeah, that's super fair. Do you think 
Do you think that they they employed these things because they knew ex- like did they have any idea of the amount of just heresy and, and sin that was going on in their eyes? Um or did they have some idea but not to the effect that it needed to be? I think they knew because they were certainly like you do not leave this cabin. You do not go down to the girls cabin after this time of day. Like right. they were very clear on those those rules all the time, but once again, when you're a camp that is effectively actually run by a bunch of kids that just graduated high school and are are back from their first semester of, of college. Uh, and then like two people that actually care about the rules at, at the top. Um, yeah, I think a lot gets lost in translation and a lot gets doubled down on because it's funny. Okay. Super fair. Bracket number two. Mm-hmm. Brought to us by Raise Energy. Of course, use promo code professional casual all one word to check out. Or click the link below. Get yourself some sleep aid. Get yourself some some pre uh, workout. Pre workout whey protein, protein popcorn. They have popcorn that is covered in peanut butter and chocolate. Yes, that has a shit ton of protein on it. Um, they have a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot more than I, I. I had I should have gone to the site and ordered more things earlier because they have a ton. Yes, ton of stuff. Absolute ton of stuff. Anything that you would need, they have it in various forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to try the energy drinks, but you don't want to buy a case of it, you can get just the powder packets. Yeah, that, the samples. Yeah, to drop them in. Um, they and I will say that they taste better in the cans than they do in the sample packs because you you had gotten some sample packs. You gave me the flavors you didn't like. Mm-hmm. I tried them out. They are good. They taste. I miss the carbonation. Yes. So like if you maybe if you poured it somehow into like seltzer and then didn't get it to like totally flat on you right away. Yeah. I maybe it would work. I, I do like the powders a lot because as I as I talk about every week, I mix it in a big monster can yep. and I dilute it so it lasts longer and I mix a built boost in there. Um, And when I mix those in my built boost shaker, yeah. if it's carbonated, I blast it. Right. Like, and I always forget about that when we were setting up for um, the Hayride to Halt mm-hmm. um, that we streamed on the Twitch. I blasted pre-workout all over Liz. Um, and then I went upstairs and blasted it all over Lizzie, too, and kept forgetting to not shake this thing. Right. It had carbonation in it because it was going to blast all over somebody. Nearly invulnerable, I've heard. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was near invulnerable. Yeah. Certainly not fully invulnerable. No. Uh, but the big thing that they have now... Um, is the the raise cakes yeah it's like a big pouch of cake mix to make mug cakes with yeah and is red 12 grams of protein two grams of sugar depending on the flavor 170 to 190 calories per cake mm-hmm. uh super solid the yeah. birthday cake ones is a straight up funfetti yeah cu- like cake yeah. it is really good i'm a big fan of the chocolate um and i like that there's only two grams of sugar per serving which is great yes um i might actually go and the protein is also super nice i might actually go and pick these up for my mom because she's always looking for like a sweet treat but she's diabetic mm-hmm. um if you're keto this is awesome for you yes it is um so yeah head over reppsports.com Use promo code professional casual all over to check out. If you guys are not checking out our sponsors, what are you doing? We use the products, we push everything. Fucking do it. And it's oh, and you can get a buy one, get one half off right now. Yeah, they have a BOGO one, or yeah, buy one, get one half off. I'll uh, probably be gone once. I was serious. curious what the 60 was on it, and it just you microwave it for a minute. Oh, oh, so it's like a mud, it's like a it, it's coffee a mud cake. Cake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Super easy. Makes it even easier. 
Look at that. Tim, it's pee, being the one to pee the bed verse, versus forced to use a compass and a map on a hike. This is a mercy kill. Okay. Uh, being given the compass to have to use that on the hike so you can't fuck around as much and you mm-hmm. can't like go off on your own or, or get a hand job in the woods uh, sucks. But being the one to pee the bed will ruin yes. your entire week. Absolutely. If people find out, you wake up having peed the bed, you go into like siphon filter, Metal Gear Salad mode. You're like, all right, here's my, here are my resources. Yep. I need to get out of this. I need to get changed without anyone seeing me mm-hmm. and be able to either flip the mattress or, or hide my sheets or, or whatever. You go into crisis mode immediately. Yep. And the chances of survival in this situation are low. Doable, but low. Right. Um, and you have to. Otherwise, you are done. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. While, done. while having to to have the compass on uh, and map on a hike. Listen, it sucks. It ruins that hike. Mm-hmm. It's going to ruin that opportunity that you were hoping to have to get closer to that girl and have some time alone and talk and, right. and, and whatever. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, it, it, you could lose the battle, but not the war with that. Absolutely, you, you've lost. You've lost the day, yep. the season, the week, and potentially ever going to that camp again. Yeah, if you pee the bed and get found out at camp. Yeah, so this is this is super important because uh, both of these drastically affected my life when I was in Boy Scout camp. You peed the bed at no at, at a not stayover camp. So no, 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 no. <laughs> like that's impressive. No, honestly. no. no. Peeing the bed because I did very legitimately, no joke. I pretty much peed the bed until I was like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Just because I did not understand how don't how to not drink a bunch of liquids before bed. Yeah. And stuff like that. I, I guess it took me longer to figure it out. So yeah, I for a long time would pee the bed. My mom was terrified to send me to not, you know, to overnight camp. Yeah. Cause she knew that I would pee the that I would pee the bed and I would just be fucked. Yep. Like I would get wrecked mm-hmm. and she did not want me to be a part of that. So it very, very honestly kept me from ever experiencing a night, a night uh, overnight camp. Yeah. But I've been the kid forced to use the compass and a map in a group of Boy Scouts that are much more into this than I am. Mm-hmm. But the camp, like the Cub Master is trying to teach me a lesson of like, hey, this is important. You need to know how to do this, which is bullshit. Cause I'm not going to come into the fucking woods unless I'm with you guys. Right. You know, like I don't like camping. I don't like hiking. I don't like my idea of going on a hike is a beautifully clean trail that has been done by 16 year olds all summer. Flat, flat around a lake. Yup. Uh, me or like through a park, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it, there's stairs and like built into the side of the walls. Like, I am going bunny hill level hiking here. Yeah. All right, I'm wearing my nice shoes, not my nice shoes, but like my walking shoes. Sneakers, yeah, sneakers. I'm not getting the fucking all terrain vehicle shoes, right? I'm not busting out the no slip Crocs. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a fucking camel bag and and a and a and my granola in my pocket, I'm going for something that will take me an hour. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Unless I'm bringing, of course, a built bar, head over to builtbar.com slash use promo codes professional casual. I do love a nice three mile walk around Gilbert Lake though. Yeah. Like super a, solid. A lot. Crystal, um, Crystal Lake. No, not Crystal Lake. Glimmer glass. Yeah. Crystal Lake is what uh, Jason's from. Um, no glimmer glass, like also fucking yeah. beautiful, especially in the fall. Shout out mm-hmm. to Cooperstown. Well, the only thing you got going for you. Um, 
but like being in that group having to figure out how a fucking compass works and how to hold it on the map to try to figure out because now you have to lead the group and everybody knows that you're doing it wrong everybody's yelling at you you're a fucking little kid so you're gonna cry because people think you're an asshole and then the camp you know the cub masters is like shitting on you the whole time that I have experienced but my fear of peeing the bed has literally denied me an experience my entire life. Yeah. So obviously it should move on here because it is virtually the worst thing ever. But I just needed to get that thing out about the compass. No, fair. Yeah, so, a lot of lot of repressed trauma because of it. So at Boy Scout camp for the camping merit badge, we had to go out in the woods and camp and find our own food and build our own fire and all that stuff. Sounds uh, awful. Yeah. So the 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 pre merit badge to that one is you got to go out, but you did get to bring some gear right. and food. Uh, shout out to Kevin LeBuzz, uh-huh. uh, childhood friend, uh, kinda. Um, we were paired up together for this particular outing, and at the time, the like Powerade with the nipple bottle tops yes. had just come out. Okay, and we were like all about that. That's how we were staying hydrated that summer. Right. Uh, set up our little, our little tent, had our sleeping bags in there. Uh, Kevin spilled Powerade, like knocked him over. Like the cap wasn't like on all the way. Mm -hmm. Six bottles of it Uh. all over our tent. Obviously our sleeping bags soaked it up immediately. And we didn't know until we were like campfire-ish time. And I was like, this is soaked. We are, we are fucked. Like... It's not even like we peed the bed, but everyone's going to be like, oh, they peed the bed. Uh, right. can't be and it's like, no, it's purple. What, what do you mean we peed the bed? It's blue and purple. But you know what I had on hand and an old crystal light uh, canister. Uh-huh. One of those astronaut sleeping bags oh. uh, that I got from like the Air and Space Museum. That was just a giant piece of tin foil. Yeah. That kept us that kept us uh warm throughout the night. Wow. That big rustling. I mean, we didn't sleep because anytime you moved slightly or the wind blew, it, you just heard crinkling. Right. But um yeah, thank gosh I had that on me. Yeah, look at that, bud. So, good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm so so proud of you. And then we you know, cooked potatoes and steak in it the next day on the fire to sort right in. <laughs> Shut up. Shout out to Chef, uh, Chef Bennett. Uh, I know you're listening. Um, he actually might actually be listening. Um, he he's is, retired. He's got nothing else to do. No, he's not retired. Oh no, Chef Billy's retired. He's oh, gotcha. Chef Chef Bennett is determined. Absolutely, will die on this hill. Mm-hmm. That Reynolds rap stole his idea for the pouch, like yeah. you know the like the camping pouch thing. Uh-huh. Because he used to call these, he used to make them all the time. Yeah. Poor man pouches. He uh, submitted the idea to Reynolds rap. Yeah. Never heard anything. Mm-hmm. Years later, they came out with the actual pouches that you could just buy and, and slip all your food in there, throw it on the campfire, whatever it heats it up. Right. He is, he will, he is, at one point was looking to sue them because he was determined to prove that nobody had come up with this idea yeah. except for him when he submitted it to them years ago. So, I believe the part of him that believes that. Right. Right. Uh, shout out to Loring Tayoka. Okay. And Aaron Gorsh. Okay. Of the band. I can't remember. He started a band. Okay. Um, and 
in fourth grade, Miss mm-hmm. Lister's fourth grade class. Right. We were like, you know what would be awesome? If they took all the Mortal Kombat games and mixed them together so you could play all the characters from all the first three Mortal Kombat games uh-huh. in the same game. Right. And we said we were going to write a letter to GamePro. Okay. Because that was the magazine that was in the school library that yep. had anything to do with video games. And obviously, the the deciding, the, all the people that would make the big calls, the big shots. Yeah. As far as what games got made was GamePro magazine. Right. So we were going to write them this letter. Official or unofficial? Because there was two. Official game. Okay. Um, I told them I wrote the letter. Okay. I didn't. Uh-huh. I never got around to it. Sure. Um, a few months later, in GamePro, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 has all the characters from Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 and 3 in one game. And Loring and Aaron were stoked they were like oh my god they took their idea this is incredible and i was like yeah can you believe that i can't believe game pro got our letter that i definitely sent and we rode that train for a while and never told them wow yeah do you feel better now no uh but i mean they're not gonna listen yeah it's fair and they're not part of the travis Hauer family and that's absolutely true yeah. loring tayoka was a huge fucking dick <laughs> and uh aaron gorsh uh, is like uh, actually in like a famous band now what is the band i, I gotta look it up because i uh wasn't uh like hello tokyo or something like that was it no that was uh other, another group of friends though yeah okay i wasn't sure that's they the, were my they were my brother's friends yeah those that was the only band that i could think of that was famous i'll find it i'll, right. I'll get to it later but you know who else is going to help us throw out those pea-soaked sheets? What's that? That's Bear Dragon Games, because they're going to help us take out the trash here at a late-day showdown. Of course, head over to BearDragonGames.online. Use promo code ProfessionalCasual, all one word to check out. Nope. Use PCME10. Well, you could use promo code ProfessionalCasual, all one word to check out. Yeah. Get free shipping if you want. Domestically. Domestically. Or use PCME10 at checkout. Get yourself 10% off your order. Look, you already got more time to get all of those additional download discount or uh, pre-order discounts Mm -hmm. over on their site because Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff has been delayed once again. Once again. My favorite gimmick that they do over there. Yeah, you know, they've they've been doing it so well that... uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you want to get into Age of Sigmar. They got domination boxes over there. Head over, pick one up. Warhammer 40K, comics, Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, any board game that you could ever think of will be over there. Plus, if you give to our Patreon, have access to the Discord, you can message Anthony directly for any of your nerd needs. Tim. Jim Cotta was the band. Jim Cotta. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I do know that band. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing uh, their like bumper stickers everywhere because they had like a, a Star Wars knockoff one. Yeah, it was like Aaron Gorsh and I think Evan Friedel or something like that. But yeah. Okay. What are they up to? Are they still doing stuff? I think so. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Huh. It's the jock counselor going up against the outdoorsman counselor. Now, what's important about this is both these character are types. Yeah. To the nth degree, mm-hmm. cranked up to 11 and ripping the knob off, yep. right? The jock counselor is the asshole who makes you guys run suicides literally all day, every day in 110 heat. So he can pound one out in the yep. woods. 100%. Yep. 
Um, doesn't let you stop and take water breaks because water is for pussies. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, it's going to try to make Most common sentence he says is, whatever, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, just... I have a car. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> I specifically know that guy. Yeah. Um, he has a whistle that he's just rolling around in his mouth. Yeah. And then just blows it for no reason. You don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but the out, the outdoorsman counselor fucking annoys the shit out of me. He is the counselor that was stuck up yep. and would ruin your shit for having parties. Yeah. Uh, just grown up. Has literally everything in his pants cargo pockets except for the one thing you actually need correct so then he's trying to use three different things to make it work mm-hmm. and it doesn't always testing the direction of the wind yeah checking barometers starts climbing a fucking tree for no reason yeah and then like hanging from it because he thinks he looks fucking cool correct he's like he's always at the high ropes course yep just yeah yeah i know this guy use the words belay in like every other sentence. Uh-huh. I'm here for you. I'll be your belay. Yep. Well, I don't know what that means. Are you coming on to me, dude? I don't get it. <laughs> he uh he's gonna make you guys do trust falls constantly. Yeah. Constantly do trust falls. Speaking yeah. of trust falls, I got dropped from a high ropes course once. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How'd that feel? Uh not great. Yeah, I like not great at all. Sure. They had this 60-pound uh tiny petite girl counselor as one of the people belaying me. Okay. And then like a a regular person. And I was like, I'm going to fall. And they're like, no, you're not. You're fine. Just keep going. Meanwhile, she's suspended in the air five feet. I was like, no, I think, I think I'm going to fall. I don't think I can get up. And they're like, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm like, all right. And I let go and I fall to the ground. Nonstop, uh, this little girl flies into the air. Just oh shit! Fat old Tim France <laughs> falling from fifteen in the air. Oh man, <laughs> that poor child got launched for no reason. No, it was an adult. They were just very tiny. Oh, it was an adult. Yeah, oh. it was one of the counselors. Oh, okay. It was like, but she's only like a. Petite little girl, so you still right. want, still yeah. yeeted her like she was. Nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so. a trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the director gave me shit for the rest of the time. He was like, "What do you mean you won't do a trust fall?" And I was like, "I've already been dropped, Chris." <laughs> How about you understand that maybe I'm a little nervous about being any any amount of uh, height off the ground. Hmm. Because I have trusted in people before with equipment yep. where I was told this cannot fail. And I showed you that it could. How? Really? They never found that counselor. Really? Yeah, she's still she's still, <laughs> she's still in orbit somewhere. Okay. <laughs> you thought maybe Bezos bounced into her or something, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, that's huh. why you made that. A, yeah, never mind. I saw where that joke was going now. Yeah. Tim, well, something's got to move on here. Jack counselor or uh, outdoorsman counselor. This sucks. This yeah. is, this is very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to move ahead and I hate to do this, but I'm going to move ahead. The Jack counselor. Okay. Because you did have that five to 10% chance to be one of the cool kids that he liked. Yes. Um, and if you did, there were very clear benefits for it. Yep. Most of it was clout, mm-hmm. but that clout took you places. Yep. Um, 
the outdoorsman counselor, there was no redeeming qualities. If you were one of his favorites, you were just a future outdoorsman's counselor. Yep. Um, you were just a big nerd. Mm -hmm. No one else was doing any of the things he wanted to do. So if you went to his programs or his events, like it sucked Mm because there was no one else there that was worth hanging out with. And then you had to hang out with him too. Yep. So the only thing was you were guaranteed to get the good sticks when you got to make the slingshot. Right. Yeah. Yep. Bracket number four could be brought to us by you. Of course, email us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com for as little as $10 sponsor a month worth of shows. Yeah. Nobody else is giving a deal like this. No. This is the way to do it. Get, Get it out there. Advertise your stuff. You've heard our plugs. You've heard our plugs. We we go hard. We go Listen, hard. We earn that $10. Yeah, we do, baby. Mm-hmm. Email us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Tim, simply Hornets. Mm. Going up against being the kid that has to wear a t-shirt to go swimming. Ugh. A white t-shirt specifically, I should say. Why though? Like, what's the point? Why'd you make? But why was that your choice? You're a fat kid. You know you don't wear white shirts. Uh huh. Unless you're that super unaware fat kid right. who only wears white shirts that are constantly covered in Kool Aid and mustard stains. Like, right. You look like you've been finger painting all day, but no, you just don't know how to drink juice. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, because like a white shirt. permanent Kool Aid mustache. Yeah. That's on that hot. kid. Yep. He's just been drinking fucking bug juice all day. He's more yeah. likely going to pee the fucking bed tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. That kid clearly does not understand how a t-shirt, a white t-shirt actually works in the water. Mm-hmm. And instead of just embracing his body, like he should yeah. just accept the fact that this is your body. Love it. Mm-hmm. Be confident about it. Cause ultimately, yeah. Except for like that one fucking jock asshole counselor. Who's going to make fun of the fatty. Mm-hmm. Like nobody gives a shit. And when you wear the shirt, it just makes you more of a target, right? Because you're you're showing your insecurities. It also turns you into a fat lantern because now only your nipples and your belly button are going to show. And it just looks like a giant fucking jack-o'-lantern on your stomach. Yep. It is not a good look. Speaking of, I'm going to a, a water park for the first time next Friday. Okay. I have been up every night this week. Uh huh. <clears throat> trying to figure out if I'm going to wear a shirt or not to it. <laughs> okay. Um, Would this be the first time anyone has ever seen you without a shirt on? In no. Public? No. Okay. I have gone to the public pool twice. Okay. And not worn a shirt. One time when I got penetrated by the Coles kid. <laughs> I've told that story on the show, right? So With that, the earring? That's not super out of context. <laughs> right. Um, you stepped on an earring. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, a second time, uh, also at that public pool with the Coles. Uh-huh. I've been I've been without a shirt on. You hang out there. I mean, like all I mean, the time, yeah, like twice total, uh-huh. like two times ever. <laughs> but right. yes. Cool, cool, cool. Like at, at the family swim time? No. Between like five and seven thirty? No. Oh, like when there's a bunch of other kids there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We almost saw a kid drown the last time we were there. That's dope. Like, like jump in and save him? No, Frank just threw the, the thing to him. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that they, sounds like Frank. It was these three like teenagers, like oh. younger teenagers, and like they were there and they were jumping in and doing stuff. And there was this one that looked like, uh, just a, 
a very skeletal looking kid. Uh-huh. It pretty much looked like Lucky, like long blonde hair, super skeletal in like cargo shorts that obviously weren't going to stay on. Uh-huh. And he jumped in and he started flailing and the lifeguards were all sitting in their lawn chairs or whatever being like, are you OK? <laughs> are you are you good? <laughs> like over and over as yeah. he's like struggling going under yeah and uh so they finally throw him the thing and he, he grabs on it and they pull him close and he's just like yeah eight feet was too much <laughs> eight feet's a lot and like that's all he was saying and then they like went over and swam in the shallow end or whatever but yeah that sounds about right yeah that sounds about the uh dedication just that that moment it was like it felt like too long of four lifeguards all staring at this kid drowning uh-huh. being like are you good are you faking it? Like, what are you doing? Right. Are you dropping? We don't deal with this here. I don't know if you knew that. Right. We just have lawn chairs instead of an actual lifeguard. They used chair. to have a tower. They used to have tower. Back in the yeah. day. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Fell off, I guess. Or something fell over. Probably. What, uh, did it get, ri- I want to say maybe it got ripped up when the hurricane, when the uh, tornado came through that or something. Could be. I know something happened for a while where that pool was closed. Yeah. But. And now they just got shitty lawn chairs. Yeah. So you can't actually I mean, see. the bathrooms are nice now, though. They oh, used really? to be, like, real dank. Yeah, but... and gross. They change it? Yeah. I don't like the new uh, floor that they put on it because I can't walk on it because it's slippery now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the anti-slip uh, cafeteria. Not cafeteria, but kitchen flooring, right? Yeah. It's like the thing with all the little holes in it. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. But Hornets... Yeah. Now, I don't. So at YMCA camp, hornets were a huge problem. Yeah. An absolute monstrous problem. They nobody knew where they were coming from. Uh, They were just floating around the uh, trash cans constantly. Oh, yeah. Kids who were allergic still came for some reason and were constantly having to get EpiPen stabbed in them. Mm -hmm. That was back when EpiPens weren't $800 per shot. Super fair, too. Um, also just super friendly reminder. If for whatever reason you have to give an EpiPen shot to somebody orange side down, orange side down, you saw that TikTok. Too? Yes. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Hank green, uh, orange side down. Otherwise you are going to put an adrenaline shot through the bone of your finger and you are not going to have a good time. Correct. Yep. That kind of seems like next level whippets though. You know what I mean? Just, Oh, you are going to be fucking raging, but yeah. also your, your friend is going to die. Right. Yeah. No, I'm saying like, don't do it in like a your friend will die situation. But like as a pre-workout, just pop a couple EpiPens quick and just, you know, monster mode. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. Is that legal? I don't know. I mean, probably probably in 19, probably in the 90s, it was okay when they were like eight bucks a shot. Yeah. Now, when they're like fourteen hundred dollars a shot, I recommend it. I just stick to the pre-workout with a bang. Yeah. Same effect. (laughs) Fraction of the price. Uh. But yeah, so I I might not be the right person to decide this particular bracket. Right. Because uh, as we all know, I'm a massive fan, huge fan of bees, hornets, and wasps. Uh, so like bee, them a lot. Bees I get, but hornets, hornets and wasps provide no importance. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I can't go around saying that I like hornets and wasps, right? Because people are like, why? They just run around in their dicks to people. And uh-huh. I was like... Yes, that's my whole aesthetic. Okay, yep, no, that tracks. I, I have switched it to bees to be more palatable to other people. Uh-huh. I don't actually really give two shits about bees at all. Uh, I love hornets and wasps. Like, they are rad as shit. Right. I think they are the coolest. Uh, ever since I was in the Lions Club T-ball, 
Uh-huh. And there was a wasp in my glove. Yeah. And I know it. And I like slammed that bad boy on and I went to shortstop and I was like, ow, ow. And I whipped my glove down and these two wasps just like boop, fly out of it. Like they, they like gave two shits uh-huh. that they were almost crushed. Right. And I was like, this hurts a lot, but those, those are really cool dudes. I want to be those dudes. Right. So that actually tracks super hard. Yeah, it does. Uh, because if I don't tell a lot of people that because it makes right. too much sense. It makes too much sense because if there is one thing that I know about you, mm-hmm. it is liking the, the worst, most chaotic variant of anything that could potentially be productive and useful. And you immediately go, no, I like the one that's an absolute dick to everybody that provides no important um, usable possibility when the good version of it contributes nothing when it could contribute so much literally could save the planet yes in its main priority function of what it does aggressively wasted potential yes is pretty much my whole thing tracks super hard yeah Yeah. so that totally makes sense i totally get it now awp yeah i do remember i believe it was at boy scout camp or cub scout camp uh that there was the field that we played in where we would play Red Rover a lot. And there was just mud wasp holes everywhere. Yeah. And I remember a kid stepped on one and got stung 36 times in the yep. foot. Yep. And, yeah. You'll have that. Yep. That was pretty sweet. Um, have you checked out the TikTok or have, have this, has this come across your for you page at all of food punch? No, it is. I am. I am currently on single emo talk and oh, I can't fair. get out of that. So, so I, I thought that this was one specific group of guys, but I think it's a TikTok that people send videos to and he makes collections of. Mm-hmm. But it is usually like a bunch of people sitting around a table and then one guy just starts punching all of their fucking food as hard as he can. That, or, makes, that makes sense. So similar to the wasp thing. Yep. You know, it's just it's really funny to me. Right. Watching someone get this really nice cake and then someone comes out of nowhere and just starts beating that fucking cake into the ground while everyone's like, fucking Trevor, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. And then he fucking runs away. It's really- so I, I've seen the infancy of that. Yeah. Which is um, a dude whose girlfriend constantly would Instagram her desserts and he would reach in just as she went to go take it and smash it with a fork. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. One, uh, he she was taking a thing of spaghetti and he just hooked literally the entire plate of spaghetti and flung it. Like in a very nice restaurant and they got kicked out for it. That was pretty funny, too. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh-huh. uh, I love hornets. Uh, they are a little bit of chaos that everyone needs in their life and keeps people in check. I like great equalizers. Yeah. Right. So the fact that anyone can be fucked up at any time by just stepping in the wrong place yeah. during summer. I like. Sure. You know, um, Makes sense. tracks real hard. So I'm going to go. Also, I was a fat kid uh, that regularly wore T-shirts while going swimming. Okay. And to this day, for the past 30 whatever years that I've been 40, alive. 40 years? Sure. Yeah. Uh, have struggled with this. Every time swimming is going to come up, do I go with a shirt? Do I go without? Right. I've spent so much money on swim shirts thinking I'm going to use them. And then I try them on. They don't fit. And or the fits off. And I'm like, it's, this, would be, this is so much worse than just being fat in the water. Right. Um. That I'm absolutely moving ahead, being the kid that wears a T-shirt to go swimming. It's something we both experienced. Mm-hmm. I uh, one time, uh, I was in. It was the last day of maybe sixth grade. Yeah, 
and we, we get to go to the pool because the pool's right outside of our mm-hmm. elementary school. And uh, all the boys were in there and they were all making fun of each other's dicks. Yeah. As boys do in the locker room and stuff. And I wasn't totally sure that I didn't have a fart come out earlier that also shit stained my pants. Yeah. Because, uh, again, uh, sixth grade. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, wasn't totally sure. And I didn't want to be poopy, ban- poopy pants boy. Correct. So I was just like, all right. I'm going to keep my underwear on. I'm just going to put my swimsuit over top of it and just keep my back to the to the wall just in case. Uh huh. So that's a great plan, right? This works out really well until you have to change out of your clothes to go home. Yeah. And uh, my, of course, now my underwear is soaked. Mm-hmm. So like the genius that I am, just put my pants on right over top of my wet underpants oh, and then had Charlie. to and then had to ride the bus home. Charlie. And I was the last stop. Charlie. And nobody could figure out why my seat was so wet. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Shut up. You know, mm-hmm. I, I look I look back at my decisions in life and it makes a lot of sense of how I got here now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a lot of the time I ask myself, where did I go wrong? What what mistakes have I made? And I realize it started early. The thing is, is that we've made a lot of the same decisions. We just played them in different ways. Yes, we did. Uh, I would have played that up as a joke, as if I did on purpose. I'd be like, fuck, I'm fucked. All right. I'm going to draw attention to it. Right. And make it a spectacle. Sure. Um, And sometimes which is probably the way I should have gone. It's not always. There are there are huge negatives and and positives to that. Sure. I don't think there's a right way to play it. Realistically speaking, did you then if it did not go the way you wanted it to, did you back it up by beating the bricks off somebody? No. Okay. No. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were one of those guys. No. Okay. Nope. I I never had to resort to it. No. Do you think you could have? Oh, for sure. But you're a big. I mean, you were the big big kid. kid. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. I think that's what saved me more often than not was because I was always the biggest kid in my class. Mm -hmm. So, like, who's gonna make fun of the biggest kid in the class? No. See, that's the thing is, I was never really the biggest in my class. I was the youngest. I was very big for my age. Right. But I, I had the birthday that was later than everyone else, like right before the cutoff. Fair. So, you know. Everyone else graduated and I was still 17. You know, yeah, so this is super fair. Our first semifinal bracket. Being the only one to not get laid going up against being the one to pee the bed. <sighs> Might be the finals right here. Yeah. So this this is an easy one for me to pick because you know sometimes you go to camp and you and you don't get laid. Uh-huh. But at least at least you're not the kid that peed the bed. Right. You know that I mean? is that is the legacy that could stick with you forever. Mm-hmm. Not being the one to not get laid. You might go home, lose a bunch of weight, get in shape, go through yeah. puberty. It's always next year. It's There's always next year. You yeah. could have had a girlfriend. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Maybe you're the guy that went to camp and said, "Oh, my girlfriend goes to my school." <laughs> right? You know? Yes, exactly. So yeah. Um, but if you're the kid that peed the bed. You're always the kid that peed the bed. Yep. Because even if you carry it on, you become the counselor. All the other counselors know. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we've they've hung around. You guys have been friends all every summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are the kid that peed the bed. You never sure. go back to that camp. Yeah. You, you never live you never. down. You just you got to give up. Which actually maybe is not the best solution because then you are forever the. You know what I mean? Like you can never redeem yourself. Really. Right. I don't know how you would. Maybe pee other people's beds. Yeah, I would. I would argue pee on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you'd have to do. But you, you got to tread lightly there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get yourself in a lot of trouble. I used to shout out to uh, I think friend of the network uh, Tanner. 
who, when I used to act up, mm -hmm. which used to be a lot, mm -hmm. I would threaten to pee in my pockets. Okay. He'd be like, when you're not paying attention, I'm just going to come up behind you. I'm going to pee in your pockets if you mm -hmm. keep that up. Sure. And it was re a really specific threat that did, in fact, keep me in line sometimes. Okay. Did he ever have to resort to it? No. I think, I think the threat worked. Was it because he did at one point stab you with a fork? That was a different gym. Oh, it's a different gym. Uh, that okay. gym did, in fact, stab me with, with several forks and several knives. I was penetrated many times by many that Many times gym. by that gym. Okay. And Once yeah, again, yeah. because he said, right. if you call my ex-girlfriend a grease trap one more time, if you do this, if you right. do that one more time, I'm going to stab you. Right. And that is the incorrect way to control me. Because I will immediately do it. Yep. Sounds familiar. Um. So, yeah. What I think what I think the thing that I like about you the most, your my your my my favorite character trait you have. Predictable unpredictability. Uh your your refusal to accept lessons that are taught to you and you will continue to do the things. Yes. So it gives me the option to really thoroughly outlive my greatest fantasies of getting revenge on people. Mm-hmm. I like I like that dynamic that we have here at yeah. the show. Yeah, it's really good. It's one of those, you know, it's it's a toxic trait for sure. It has yeah. led to, you know, uh overdoing it in a lot of different probably, aspects. Probably probably losing friendships and relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. Because I won't back down. Yep. Um makes sense. For literally no one's benefit. Normally for everyone's uh uh what's the opposite of benefit? Detriment. Detriment. Ooh, it's a good word. Yeah, every once in a while, baby. Yeah, normally to everyone's detriment. I like it. I like it. Our other semifinal bracket, it's the jock counselor going up against being the kid that wears a t-shirt to go swimming. Once again, for me, this comes down to whether there is any redeeming traits at all. Mm -hmm. There are no redeeming traits to being the fat kid having to wear a shirt in the pool. It is not good for you. Mm -hmm. It draws more attention to you being the fat kid. You might not even be the fat kid. Right. There probably are fatter kids and they are probably comfortable with it enough with their body. But because mm -hmm. you are wearing the shirt, it is a giant target over your head. Right. Um, once again, the jock counselor is a huge dick. Mm -hmm. If you are the kid wearing the shirt in the pool, congratulations. You have a new worst enemy. Yep. Um, for sure because he's going to be the one to make your life a living hell yes yep because yep. he's going to think it's funny and he you know and then of course the other kids that the few one percenters mm -hmm. that look up to the jock counselor are going to want to uh you know be him and make no mistake and most on. kids look up to the jock counselor yeah for some stupid fucking even reason. even the ones that know he is a dick yep also still kind of because think more likely cool. than not even though she hates him He's got the hottest girl at yes. camp yep. that everybody has been jerking off to mm -hmm. the entire time. So it totally makes sense. And don't forget, I have a car. Right. He's got probably some shitty car, too. Yeah. But like you see him and like the other two, you know, like the token black guy and the dude who's got the weed. Right. Like they're all friends. Yeah. And then his girlfriend and you see them leave for like a couple hours at night. You know what I mean? Because you know that they're going to go fucking buy beer underage mm -hmm. and go have a party. But they're blasting like a fucking mixtape that they had in there. Yeah. And like you look at them and go, they're so goddamn cool. Like, why can't we be those losers? You haven't seen Freddy got fingered yet. What do you eat? Well, yeah. Yeah, I am. 
<laughs> right. That makes sense. But so we're going to move ahead. Fat kid wearing the shirt. Okay. Because there is a chance to fall under the halo. Right. Glow up mm -hmm. of the Jack counselor. Our finals. It's being the one to pee the bed versus being the kid that has to wear the t-shirt. This, uh, I mean, this is adequately matched. These are adequately matched. Let me see if I can pitch them for you. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah. Being the kid to pee the bed. Yeah. We've already established that it is, in fact. A death sentence. A death sentence. You will, you, that is the legacy that you will have forever. If you get caught. If you get caught. But more importantly, it's involuntary. You have no control over it happening. You can do all the things in the world, right? Mm -hmm. You can put something down if you think that you're going to do it. Maybe you put a towel down, something to soak it up. You make sure that you go to the bathroom before you go to bed. That usually is a great way to, to counteract this, whatever it is. But if for whatever reason you have still peed the bed after all of these options, you go into crisis mode, you are trying your best to to never wake anybody up so they know what's going on. Especially if you're on a top bunk, then you're really fucked. Oh, yeah, then you're donezo. You're donezo, because it is for sure going to leak through. Mm -hmm. No, because um, those mattresses, rubber mattresses are yeah, yeah, they they're garbage. They do not absorb. No. And I pray to God that it is not a human night, too. Yeah. So that your pee isn't, like, just vaporizing into the cabin with everybody else. Accurate. Having... But but the fact is, it's involuntary. You have no control over it. You as the individual, being the one to wear a t-shirt to go swimming, completely voluntary. Yeah. You have made the decision in your brain. You are building the cross that you will die yes. on. Yes. That you need this shirt because you think, and it's a white t-shirt specifically, mm -hmm. that you think this is going to be something to cover up your insecurities about your body because you've been made fun of your entire life that you are the fat kid mm -hmm. right that you don't want to take your shirt off you never wanted to, you know you would avoid sports when the, it was shirts versus skins yeah i remember pray to god that you were on the shirts team. yeah i remember one time i was on the skins team and i asked if i could still keep my shirt on and literally all the other skins were looking at me like just fucking take it off dude like who cares i'm like no i don't want to i feel insecure because i jiggle yeah and so i got to keep my shirt on and then I was like the loser kid who didn't want to pop the shirt off. Yeah. This was right when it became Boys and Girls Club. So like all the like kids just hitting puberty and building muscle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, we got to pop these shirts off for the girls because they got to check us out. And there's me just fatso. Got to pop the pump covers off. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um. But here's but here's why I think being the kid that wears the T-shirt is actually worse. Mm hmm. When you are 33 and you are using. It's been a long, long time since I've been 33. <laughs> Super fair. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years specifically. You're 33 and you're trying to process why all these negative things in your life have happened to you. Mm -hmm. And you are working through some very deep seated traumatic moments in your life. And your therapist is asking you. What things between involuntary and voluntary have you done to cause you to think and understand this? You have to look and sit here and say, fuck, my insecurities about my body, my body dysmorphia, all these things that I have stem specifically straight from the 
day that I chose to wear a t-shirt into the lake instead of just popping that fucking thing off and being the fucking fat kid for like a hot minute and then nobody gives a shit. Yeah. But instead, I decided to literally paint a target directly on my body, turn myself into a man lantern and fucking just send it into the lake. I have a very brief story. Okay. About uh, Miss Five Time herself, Danny Cole. Mm hmm. So Lindsay, myself, our kids and Danny and 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 her daughter went we went over to the the pool, right? Yep. Um this was the second time that I decided, you know what? F- fuck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm taking the shirt off. And I went in. Okay. Uh Danny wore she has like these aviator very mirrored sunglasses, right? Yes. The entire time we're we're chilling, we're having a good time, we're just talking in the pool and all I can see is my fucking torso in the reflection of here mirrored sunglasses. Uh-huh. And I'm sure I looked like a creep because I normally look like at people's like eyebrow line. Uh-huh. And I just kept looking down, looking at my fat fucking gut in her sunglasses. Uh-huh. And I'm sure to everyone else is like, Tim keeps fucking checking out your fucking Danny or whatever. And right. Like, no, you don't understand. I am horrified at my own reflection in her giant sunglasses. Uh huh. Uh, I hated it. I hated That's it super so fair. much. Uh, where, so realistically speaking, where do you wear your pants when you go swimming? Do you wear them at your waist or do you wear them up near your belly button? True waist. True waist. Which is waist waist. Which is your waist waist. Right, no, true waist is your belly button. Sorry. Your, so like if you're getting fitted for pants, if you're going to wear suspenders, you get a right. true waist, which is at your belly okay. button. Uh, no, I, I don't have the, the luxury to be able to find. No, I can't. I have to wear them at, at uh, waist waist. Okay, so that's interesting that you say that because I wear them at, I have started wearing like my gym shorts, uh, my swim shorts, just slightly below it. Like slightly below that waist. So it doesn't like because like my gut kind of comes in a little bit at my belly button where my true waist is. Right. Mm-hmm. So it does pop. But if I slide them down just a little bit. So just like below my where my belly button stops, I find it much more comfortable and it doesn't look nearly as bad. I maybe it's just the inseam length or, or whatever. But like I also if, like super short shorts. Like I like I don't want long like to I, so I have recently switched to shorter shorts. Okay. I used to be one of those fucking trip pant short kids that were like, if it's not halfway down my calf, I don't want them. Right. Um. But so and switch to to shorter uh, swim shorts. Yeah. I if I hike them up that much, I feel like that netting that mesh is like literally splitting my balls in two. Ah. Uh, okay. So I don't have the netting. Okay. Yeah, I take the netting out just because like, what the fuck am I gonna do with it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, if you take the netting out. I also wear like mine very tight because I I dive in and I burst all over the yeah. place. I'm constantly kicking off of walls. So yeah. I really want it tight. And I feel like if I have it up a little bit higher, it's going to look like fair. you're cinching on a, Super fair. A, super a fair. sack of pudding. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's super fair. Uh, so, yes, I. Uh, but I, that's where I've been sitting at. Okay. Much more comfortable about it. Cause I don't, I actually don't like wearing them down. Like my gym shorts, if I don't have something to cover up the rest of my gut, I do not like parking them at my waist waist. Yeah. I like to take them up. That's why I wore suspenders with, with suits for a long time. Makes sense. I mean, still do. Some might say, but probably actually Sarah's wedding. I didn't, I looked fucking real good in the suit, bud. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. I got hammered. I believe that dancing up a fucking storm, fucking throwing in beat saber moves. 
fucking, you know, like, wah, 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 fucking combo. Like, just going to town, getting wow. low as shit. All right. Good for you, bud. Yeah. Proud of you. Thanks. Killing it. So, if anyone is out there, by this is the best advice that you will ever get from me. Sure. If you are someone that when uh, a wedding happens or a school dance yep. or anything where you have to dance and you are super self-conscious, mm -hmm. there's one very specific person that I'm talking to right now and you know who you are and you need to take this advice because it'll make your significant other significantly happier. Yes. Drink. Drink a bunch and go out there. Literally, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. The only time that somebody's actually going to give a shit, if there's a possibility that you're going to rip your pants and your dick's going to fall out. Right. Otherwise, no, nobody gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Don't and you need to know that and just do it. Send it out. Yeah. But girl, Stop. significant others like to dance. Just yeah. go out and dance with them. Just I, get a little tipsy first and very, you're fine. Very specifically, I love dancing. I love going to to weddings and parties, birthdays, whatever. I love it. And I have consistently always dated. Like I have found the one fucking girl that's like, no, I don't dance. It's like, yeah. you're dumb. You're a dumb girl and I don't like you anymore. Please get away from me. I was, I was wallflower for a long time outside of slow dancing until one time I got drunk at my cousin's wedding and just full sent it for like six hours <laughs> on the dance floor. And I was like, yo, that was fun as hell. Yeah. I can see why people do this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And since then, it's just like, there's a wedding? I'm going to get toasted. Uh -huh. I'm going to burn a hell of a lot of calories because I'm going to be on that dance floor the entire night. Yeah. That's the way to do it. And, and like Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. You know, Locomotion, the Bunny Hop, like all of the classics get played. Nothing better than being one of the dudes out when Shania Twain's uh, Feels Like a Woman comes on. Yeah. Fuck it. I love when that song comes on. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I do feel like a woman. Genie in a bottle. Oh, Genie in a you bottle. Know? Every once in a while, they'll mix up, play a little alternative 90s in there. You yes. know what I mean? Oh, when they play like like uh, Four Non Blondes. Oh. I oh. mean, you're, you're speaking to my heart now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when Four Non Blondes come on and everybody's like, it's towards the end of the night. Everybody's really wasted. Mm -hmm. The the cash, it's a cash bar now. They're wrapping up. They're trying to count yeah. tips. Everybody puts in their last order and fucking Four Non Blondes comes on and everybody's on the dance floor, drunk as shit, screaming it at the top of their Just lungs. trying to find out what's going on. Yes. You know? Oh, God. There are some moments that I will live forever, and that's one of them. There is a very specific uh, intoxication level that when I hit, yeah. I can hit every one of those fucking notes, like hard, but it. only screaming. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? That's Not fair. quietly. Right. Uh, only at the loudest uh, volume. Um, and it is glorious. I fucking love that song. I used song. to torture my kid with it. Yeah. Because we'd listen to the uh, the Slack Circus version, the He-Man uh, yes. one. Uh -huh. I would try to get as high as I could for for those things, but you know, it instilled a lot of very good uh, techniques. Yeah, I agree. But we got to pick a winner here, Tim. I am going to go, and you made gr a really great argument for these uh, the involuntary versus the the choosing your own cross to bear, and you did it to yourself, and that making it worse. I am going to go the opposite way, though, because wetting your bed could happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. There is a very small percentage of the kids at camp that wearing this shirt would even come into being for. Mm -hmm. Accidentally wetting the bed could literally strike anyone, male, female, skinny, short, fat, tall, small. 
it affects them all mm-hmm. and it will ruin you. Um, which is why I feel like that's the terror lurking in the deep. You know what I mean? Fair. So similar to hornets, hornets also <laughs> strike yes. without pause. Yep. Anyone and anything in their way. Absolutely. Um, but it's not going to completely, you know, destroy your reputation for years unless you are that kid that would get anaphylactic and, uh, Right. You know, then it could actually literally end your life. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Ends a whole lot more than just your camp career. Uh huh. So we are going to go with the kid that wets the bed. Kid that wets the bed winning the worst thing about summer camp. Because I think when that happens too to somebody else, there's almost a small sigh of relief of like, thank God it wasn't me. Right. You know what I mean? We've all had that dream where yep. we go to pee mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, thank God you woke up just beforehand, but you were seconds away. Yep. There are times I still pinch and slap myself while peeing, usually before I send you a video fair. Um, to make sure that I am not, in fact, dreaming. And this is, in fact, real life. That's fair. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes super sense. Alcohol will do that to a person. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Come up with any uh, peanut butter topics yet? Or... Yeah, we got a lot of show to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got about an hour. Each week. So, peanut butter. so here's what I would like people to comment on the Facebook this week. Yep. Crunchy versus creamy peanut butter. Okay. And this is by itself. This is not in a sandwich. This is not in fluffernutters. This is not as an ingredient in things or in oatmeal or in a smoothie bowl or in a or in a side bowl. This uh-huh. is completely on its own. Taking sure. just a spoonful out and eating it. Crunchy or creamy. I think for me personally, I normally prefer creamy. I love a mouthful of nuts. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. Like chalk, chalk, chalk my gullet full of nuts. Like literally at any at any right. moment. But I think crunchy is clearly superior in snacking directly off of a spoon. Mm. Adds a little bit more texture, makes it take a little bit longer, oh. and I want it in my teeth. You know, that's really weird. So that's that is a dynamic. That I don't prefer. Like, so I used to be a crunchy peanut butter guy. Mm-hmm. It did shit for me. I feel like yeah. maybe when I was younger, I was all about crunchy all the time. I was time. all about crunchy all the time. And it's maybe shifted. even extreme crunchy where it was pretty yeah. much just peanuts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, honey roasted. Honey yes. Roasted, honey roasted, Peter Pan. That was the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I became an adult. Then I hit puberty. Yep. And then I realized this is actually not enjoyable. I don't like anything about this. Like a peanut, there's nothing worse than a peanut getting stuck in your tooth and you go to bite down, it stabs your gum. Oh my God. Yeah. Like tortilla chips are the worst offender for that. Yes. 100%. And I just realized very quickly that like smooth, nice spread of peanut butter, nice spread of jam, mm-hmm. put in a sandwich, spoonful of peanut butter in the mouth. I don't have to worry about hurting myself. Like, no, now I am a Skippy's all natural peanut butter guy. I do like the all natural. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the one that like actually separates or like, I know there's a brand. I forget if it's Skiff, uh, yeah, Skiff, Skiff, Jif yeah. or Skippy that has one that's like called all natural, but it still has added sugars and emulsifiers and stuff. Right. Um, I did find, and I don't know why it took me so long to realize this. The reason people kept natural peanut butters in the fridge is because then the oil doesn't separate. Yep. So once you get that natural peanut butter and you stir it up, keep it in the fridge and it doesn't separate. You don't have to do that every time. Right. Granted, that oh. is the worst part about it, especially when it's brand new. 
stirring it so that you don't lose any of the oil so it's not splashing all over the place and running down the side which you will never be able to clean off completely no. um beautiful thing about peanut oil yeah yep get it but yeah get it stirred and put it in the fridge and you're golden yeah golden it's delicious. it's life-changing that yeah now i know you specifically are a p2 guy oh yeah just that that peanut dust with some water yeah, I don't even mix it in the water. I just put it in other things. I it's, put it in my shakes. I put it in my oatmeal. I put it in anything I can. I put it in my protein ice cream. Okay. It's awesome. I love it. It adds six grams of protein and only 60 calories for two tablespoons of it. Right. That is 180 calories of regular peanut butter. Accurate. Third of the calories, more you, protein, all the peanut your, butter flavor. You make it yourself or, or do you buy the expensive P2? It's not expensive. I mean, it... I buy it off of Amazon. It's a big jar for 20 bucks. And it lasts just, probably two or three months you can buy of like having it two or three peanuts and put it in a coffee grinder. Get the same then you have to dehydrate it. You got to get the oil out. Yeah, but what are you doing on a Sunday? You know what I mean? Like set up the dehydrator and do it. I'm, I'm milking different nuts on a Sunday night. All right. Like almonds? Yeah. I really like almond milk. That's fair. 25 calories. That's weird because you seem like an oat milk guy. You love oats. I do love oats. High, too high in calories. Okay. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to a milk alternative, it's not gonna be one that is for pretty much the same amount of calories. Interesting. I do love oats. I do love oat milk. I would prefer to be using it, but when I'm trying to cut, I'm trying to cut. Hmm. Gotta make that weight. Mm-hmm. Just in case you gotta fight McGregor or something. Maybe. Right. Well, I'm gonna have to fight Breaker. That's true. Very good point. Very, so. very fair point. Cause he refuses. To, to listen that. to the show. Accurate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you do like this show, check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Tim, what do we got going on this week? So we have The Lost Omens on Monday. This is a Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play podcast. We also have, oh yeah, The Power Phase. Your Monday Night Crisis Fight is hella tight, all right? Every Monday night at twitch.tv slash professional casual network, 7 p.m. Eastern. You'll find me, Big Chuck, Dan, Danny, Taylor, sometimes any number of different special guests playing Marvel Crisis Protocol live on the Twitch. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays is the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? A Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog, where we go over the most recent news, character releases, details, and uh, reviews of the games that we've recently played uh, from our live show every Thursday yep. on the YouTube for the live wait did i roll a wild wednesdays every other week is dan's settling the southlands campaign this is another actual play this is set in the warhammer fantasy universe um this is a homebrew one that he has written specifically for our patrons at the ten dollar tier and above every month on the youtube we also drop an episode there for free so currently we are up to episode probably 12 or 13 on the patreon and probably up to episode four or five on the YouTube for free. Once Settling the Southlands hits a certain level on the Patreon or so many episodes ahead, then we will release them more regularly on the YouTube. But it'll you'll always get the, the freshest, quickest and meanest and leanest on the Patreon itself. And more importantly, you get if you're giving to the Patreon, you also then get access to the Discord where there is a ton of chitty chats going on in there yeah. about it specifically that particular channel is always active and you can have a lot of direct um 
effect on a lot of the shows on the podcast or on uh, across the network. Uh, this show specifically, I constantly am going there to if I need to flush out a tournament because the research team is just not doing their job anymore. Yeah, I hit up the uh, hit up the uh, Discord. Uh, Thursdays is a grim podcast of perilous adventure. This is a Warhammer Warhammer Fourth Edition actual play podcast. This is hosted by Dan as well, where we are playing through the Enemy Within campaign, the best written, best reviewed uh, political intrigue campaign ever written. Mm-hmm. Check that out; it's awesome. Friday. Right here. You're listening to showdown. It. You're listening to it now. This show. Tim. The first, the birth, the girth. Elite showdown. Yes. Season three. The bucket. Hot chuck in summer. There you go. Is coming to a close. Yeah. The summer is almost ending. We have a few more summer themed shows coming out. Mm-hmm. And then. Move on to season four. Oh, season four is my favorite time of year. Halloween, Thanksgiving, oh, yeah, baby. Christmas, New Year's, fall. Fall and early winter. I love it. Fall and early winter. Dark yeah. early. Yeah. So real quick, very specifically, guess what I found out about our local cemetery? Uh, they closed their gate at 830. Mm hmm. So I like to take a little walk. I was taking a walk in the evenings. I ended up getting distracted, realizing that it was uh, a little too late. I was waiting for my phone to charge up because uh, I have Bluetooth headphones and they drain the battery for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm constantly on TikTok instead of actually doing work, uh, like exercising. Did you stop at the Pokestop at the World War II Memorial in the So, (laughs) no, because literally I gave up Pokemon uh, go because it would drain my battery so fast oh, yeah, that like sure. I could not I could not do my normal loop. It's about a three mile walk by the time I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally could not finish. Uh, my phone would die before I could finish. Yeah, so stupid. Anyway, so it is eight thirty six. I'm walking through our cemetery. Shout out to Greater Plains Cemetery. They have a sign that says no dumping. I was like, oh, that must be for like garbage or like lawn trimmings and stuff like that. But it's in this one specific spot and I don't see any other signs anywhere yeah. else about it. There happened to be a, a, a groundskeeper there. So I asked like, hey, what's the deal with this like one sign over here? And he looks at me and goes, oh, like a few years ago, somebody dumped a body there. Uh, apparently I didn't want to pay for the box. Yeah. Now, I'm about 51% sure he was joking. Like, I am... But this dude did not look like a guy who would make jokes. Yeah. But I would assume that if you work in a cemetery, you have the darkest, driest sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like somebody that would be actually a lot of fun on the show. Oddly enough that you said that, you know they haven't had a groundskeeper there for over 10 years, ever since the last one died. That's not true. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's groundskeepers in there all the time riding the lawnmowers. No. Yes, there is. No. I literally saw them today in it's, Wave. It's all turf. It is not. That grass doesn't grow. There's nothing to mow. That's not true. Ever since You're just the trying to scare me, and I don't appreciate it. Ever since that accident with the riding mower and right. the dead groundskeeper. That's great. So anyway, so I'm in the... I, I didn't think they shut it because I've been there really late and I can walk out. So I thought so too. Was it all of them? So I get to the... So I, I came in through uh, separately, uh, which is the back entrance. Yeah, but that one they close. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, so like I figured that would be the one that was going to be closed if they were going to close any of them. Yeah. Because those big iron gates up front... I would assume that they close. Uh-huh. 
or, or they keep open because nobody wants to go and like shut those things. Also, the workers usually leave out the separately one. Mm-hmm. So I come in through the separately one. I walk through. Now, when I had walked in there, it was before eight o'clock. It takes me about maybe five to ten minutes to walk the length of the cemetery. Yeah. I get close to the end and I realize that the gate is closed in front of me. And I'm like, that's weird. They never close the gate. Now it is dark. It is now yeah. sun has gone down and it was just overcast. So like even a little bit of light that I would have had mm-hmm. still up there. And I am looking at, it, I go, no, those fucking, those gates are closed. Why are the gates closed? They should not be closed. So I walk up to the gates to see if they're locked. And sure enough, they are now lo- closed and padlocked. Huh? This is the first time I've ever seen this. Yeah. I immediately realize all of my absolute fears in the world of being locked in a cemetery. Like I am not Zach Bagan. Right. I have no interest of being in here at after dark. Yeah. You're not their boy. No, I am not their boy at all. (laughs) Fair. And like, uh, a lot of people have like, uh, the like led candles (laughs) on a lot of those. So I, now I'm looking around all those are lighting up (laughs) and I'm like, Holy shit, I'm going to be like sacrificed to Satan for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Next to a pokey stop. <laughs> yep. 100%. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, so I'm looking at this fence and being like, can I jump over this ridiculously high 10 foot iron spike fence? Yeah. No, I know for a fact that I cannot. So I start, I don't think I've ever literally, literally ran so fast in my entire life, but I start running back to one of the other gates. Mm hmm. Because the the other gates are just regular fence gates. Hauling ass. I am literally, my chest is, my heart is pounding out of my chest. I am freaking out because I'm just like, I'm hearing things, you know, like, and I'm sure it's just me. Is that me wheezing or am I hearing a? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like what, what are all these like crinkling sounds? Oh, it's just me. Maybe it's not. I'm hauling ass. I get to the other gate, not the separately gate, but like the, where they come in. Uh That gate is now closed too which I don't remember it being closed when I got there. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, okay, I'm trapped in here. I I'm fucking done. I, what do I do? Do I call the cops? But then I'm going to get arrested for trespassing because right. like they're closed. There's no numbers anywhere in the cemetery to like, if you need assistance, call the office mm-hmm. situation. So I'm looking at the gate and I'm like, all right, I can jump over this gate. For sure. Like, I think I can get over this one. It's only about maybe five feet the high. regular uh, chain link. Right. The regular chain link. The big fence. iron ones. Yeah. Right. Like, this is actually fairly low to the ground. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little bit of a hump that kind of comes up to it before it drops off. I'm like, pretty sure I can get over this. Yeah. It shouldn't be a problem. So I start to boost myself up over and like the fence is like cutting into my hands. And I'm just like, ah, I catch my shorts on it just a little bit. Yeah. And then I'm looking at the gate. The gate's not actually locked, mind you, but now I am half over my scrotum being ripped to shreds as I'm like straddling this fence. And I'm just like, fuck, what do I do? Do I go back and then just go through the gate? Do I fucking send in just rip my scrotum more? So now I am just sitting there like this on it. Someone's dog is barking the fuck out of like me. Oh, yeah. Because there's like a bunch of houses with dogs there. Mm -hmm. This is easily the worst moment of my life I've ever been in so far. There is an old lady who's now letting that dog in. She just goes, hey, hey, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I am trapped in the cemetery and I need to get out. And without hesitation, the woman just goes, that sounds like a you problem. And just walked back into her fucking house. 
I was able to get my foot back down. I was able to get off the fence. And then I uh, was on the inside cemetery again, popped the gate, walked out, closed it. I did close it back. I yeah. want credit. Shout out to the groundskeepers for not padlocking that fucking gate, though. To be fair, in her defense, uh huh, that was kind of a you. It was a me problem. I'm not mad at her about mm-hmm. that. I understand and I agree. Yeah. I do know they lock it like for the season. Once winter happens, it's locked all day, all night. I right. was not aware at all that they locked it. So, and it was, this was a Thursday. Yeah. Which I thought was weird too. Like, I could understand if they were locking it maybe for the weekend. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. nobody would be there during the day, during the weekend. So maybe they lock it on the weekends or something. Yeah, that's weird. It was super weird. Also, the only time I've ever seen the door, the doors closed during the summer, like you said. So I don't know. Maybe it was just ghosts fucking locking me in. Who the fuck knows? Real quick. Yeah. Talked about scrotum splitting. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Okay. The scrotum here it is in a nutshell, right? Yeah. So at camp, we were always told this story when you're rat tailing each other. Yeah. That you could split someone's nutsack. Sure. And our counselor told us that it happened on a previous week uh-huh. and that someone got got rat tailed. Yeah. And it, they cracked it right at the seam of this kid's sack and uh-huh. it split in two. Yeah. And that if you weren't aware, the way the the body works is it's not just an empty sack. It is mostly flesh. Yeah. And that the ball doesn't just like hang out of this open bag. Right. It like it's like pushing a raisin out of a gusher. Yep. And uh that that mental image has terrified me to this day that I when as soon as I see someone twirling a um a towel, uh-huh. I will tackle them to the fucking <laughs> like no way in hell. Okay. I don't care what road rash we get from falling on that concrete or uh-huh. the pool or whatever. There will be no there will be no testicle you are, evacuation. You are willing today. to cheese grater your your scrotum. To avoid having your scrotum ripped open. Yeah. Okay, that's super fair. Yeah, and no- normally my elbows and arms and right, face, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Interesting. I don't tackle dick first. I don't know how other people tackle, but <laughs> oh, I do constantly. Just straight dick first. Just what? Yeah. Throw yeah. all of my body weight just go right yeah. into it. Yeah. That's how you do it, baby. Old, all right. Old Deadpool style. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. crotch first into people. <laughs> Works out pretty well. And Chris, if you like our show, check out the our friends, and hopefully you're soon. Comic Book Rundown, The Carton Cast, Rock My Podcast, No Holes Bar with Bill Venus. Mm. Check them all out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck. For Tim, apparently getting hand jobs at church camp isn't cool. France, we say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket and drink some water. Because this has been Elite Eight Showdown. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you know I have to pee. Is that what you're doing right no, now? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Follow up. I had another non-sequitur. Oh, I actually I do have a really good story about seeing a adult male scrotum, but I'll save it for another show. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I feel that's one you got to savor a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business? online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity 
to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.